Hi, welcome to We Will Tell, a leadership podcast for the Next Generation Ministries of Mississippi. My name is Matt. And I'm Christy. We're the Next Gen Directors of the Mississippi District Assemblies of God, and we're excited to serve you and your local church. The purpose of this podcast is to give you all the information, training, and resources you need to either take your ministry to the next level or start something brand new. Thanks again for allowing us the opportunity to invest in you. Together, we will tell the next generation of kids, youth, and young adults the glorious deeds of our Lord Jesus. We truly believe that the best is yet to come. So let's jump right into today's episode. All right, we are back. What's up, Sue Bob? Man, after Thanksgiving, of course, we, our family had an amazing Thanksgiving. How could it not be? We went on a Caribbean cruise. That and... look, I'm jealous. We just went to the mountains. Like. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> and so our our kids and grandkids, we all uh, went together, and it was really really good. But uh, we're back in the saddle this week, and really looking forward to today's podcast. Well, just something to consider that we can talk about off mic, but maybe a staff retreat for the district office on a cruise. I've never been, and I really feel like the men's department would love to invest in that. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, somebody, help a uh, brother out. Yes, my spirit bears witness with this that. Is, amen. Look, glory to God. He's so good. <laughs> yes. and that's confirmation of today's topic. This is our third episode, Sue Bob, which the first two have been so, so greatly received. Your wisdom has been incredible. Incredible, especially on this topic of prayer. And in fact, if you're just tuning in for the first time today, this is episode three in a series of prayer. Week number one was the priority of prayer. Week number two was the promises of prayer. And today we're hanging out at the place and price of prayer. It's like a two for one special. Yep. It's like Krispy Kreme with the red light on. Oh, you just had to go there, didn't it, you? It is. It's, it's you know, because Krispy Kreme is good, but yeah. you know, when it's the red light, it's that little extra that it's hot and ready. Now, if you keep talking, I can't stay. Hey, well, I, I got just, to go. Hey, it'll be okay. We're just, the Lord is moving. <laughs> the red, he is doing. The hot light's on. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are tuning in again, we would encourage you to go back and listen to the previous episodes because this series is building upon itself, but today's a, a great place to talk about the place and price of of prayer because I, I think I can wrap my head around place of prayer, uh, but a price of prayer, Sue Bob. I guess we're going to get to that in just a minute. But why don't you just go ahead and jump right in, sir? Well, I think the uh, the timing of these podcasts, uh, as it relates to the topic and the calendar, uh, as we approach the end of this year and go into the new year, uh, all of us have. Uh, dreams, visions, goals, aspirations, etc., uh, for 2024. Uh, but the the simple truth, the unchanging truth of that is, uh, it will only be accomplished and best be accomplished uh, through prayer. And I know that scene, that sounds like a cliche, a typical uh, thing that a, you might expect a, a, a minister to say, but it's not about that. It's about the truth, the the track, uh, the the proven results that prayer has uh, in our life, and so uh, today I want uh, to we're going to talk about the place of prayer. And so, as we approach two thousand twenty four, it's imperative that we make a place in our life uh, for prayer. If you're, and I'll just say this: if you're if you're praying ten minutes a day. If you add 10 minutes to, to that, I, I can assure you there's going to be a direct impact 
uh, in your personal life, in your family. There's no area of your life that will not be impacted in a positive way by adding and deepening uh, our prayer life. So, Amen. So first of all, on, on place, and what I want to do, Matt, today is uh, this is not about uh, quips and quotes and captions and uh, you know cliches. Uh, I, I want to build this on uh, a biblical, scriptural foundation. And so, first of all, in Mark 1, verse 35 and 36, uh, Jesus is, uh, he is that, that model of, of a praying person. And it says, now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and d- departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. Uh, that one verse, if we didn't have any other verse, that one verse would be enough to build the case uh, that, number one, prayer must have a place in our life. Yeah. In fact, uh, it, it, it doesn't just need a place. Uh, it needs to be first place. It is so connected to our relationship uh, with the Lord. Uh one of the things that Jesus said and about the temple whenever he was in ministry during those three years of public ministry, it angered him. It really bothered him greatly that the temple, the church, was not a place of prayer. And, you know, there are really three houses of prayer. The first house of prayer is our house, this our, our, our body, the temple of the living God is what uh, Paul described it. Uh, our house, our personal house, our heart uh, has to be uh, a house of prayer, a place of prayer. And then uh, secondly, the house our family is in. Uh, whether you, you, regardless of what season of life you're in, if you're just starting out, if you're single, if you are uh, a young person still living at home, if you uh, are married with kids or you're retired, um, your house, uh, if, 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 it don't, if it doesn't work, if this thing doesn't work in my house, it's not going to work anywhere. Mm. Come on. So it's got to work. We've, we've got to walk with God, be intimate with God, not just at church, you know, when everything is wonderful and the praise and worship is really rocking, you know. We, it's got to be, it's got to work Yeah. Uh, at the place of our house, our home. And then the third place is the house of God. And I tell you, if, if, if there's a place in our, in our heart for prayer and there's a place in our home for prayer, there will there will be it will just be it will just happen uh the house of god will be a place of prayer yes sir so um so the place of prayer jesus modeled that he went to a solitary place luke 22 says um and this is as jesus just it was on the eve of his uh, arrest he was about to endure what uh no one can imagine physically, as well as take upon him the weight of the, the sin of the world, past, present, future, all of that. So what, what do you do when you're facing 
uh, an unsurmountable, unbelievable, um, relentless situation. That's what he. That's where he was. This is what he did. Coming out, he went to the Mount of Olives, as he was accustomed. This was this was not just because he was uh, facing trouble. He he did this. This is a way of life. His lifestyle. And his disciples also followed him. When he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. When I read this, I remembered uh, something I'd read in John 18.1, where it talks about it, this same um, situation with Jesus. He's, he's leading his disciples to pray. He's about to be arrested but it does, it, this is what it says about Judas, that Judas, uh, he led uh, those soldiers uh, to where Jesus was. And it, this is what it says, because he knew or for he knew the place. What does that say? Uh, it, it tells me that Judas with the other disciples were, they were influenced, they were led by Jesus over and over and over again to a place of prayer. That's so good. And um, he knew that place. The place of prayer, unfortunately, became the place of betrayal. Mm. Uh, and then in, in Exodus, when, when Moses was seeking uh, God because of the rebellion of the children of Israel, he, he went, he climbed up to Mount Sinai, and there he, this is what he said to God. He said to, to the Lord, show me your glory. I've, I've got to have more uh, than what I've had. Have you, you know, have you ever been there? You ever felt that, God, I, I've just got to have more. This is, I've got to go deeper. I, I need more strength. I need your touch in a greater way. That's, that's what Moses was saying. And the Lord said in verse 21, there is a place by me, and you will stand upon a rock. What was true for Moses is true for me, is true for you. Every preacher, every pastor, every youth minister, uh, if you're a lay person in the church, hear me today. There is a place by God. There is a place. And and we that place is to be the place where we reside with him in prayer day after day after day. Um, so <clears throat> uh, that place is really important. I think you understand that very well. Yes, sir. And, you know, I one of the things I appreciate, too, Bob, is that you are tying this and anchoring this into the Word of God. It is very clear. Scripture says that he honors his word as yes. he honors his name, not yes. not Matt's cute little sermonettes or sermons right. or the things that we can articulate and make sound so good. He honors his word. And it's a very clear picture in Scripture of what it looks like to live a life of prayer. And then the importance of that place coming out of relationship and not out of professionalism. Yes. And and there's a very real reality, I feel, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, there's a danger in being in ministry, being the pastor, being the leader, being the whatever you are in church, that our prayer life, our sermon preparation, the things that we do for the church shift into more of the professional role. Mm -hmm. And it's it's the 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 check it off, this is what we were supposed to do. 
I prayed today because I'm a pastor and I'm supposed to pray for my sermon that I'm preaching on Sunday. So I'm, I'm spending time with the Lord for what I can do for the Lord, not because I want to have relationship with him. And, and the word says, no, 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 you have to anchor that into that place, that rich relationship with the Lord. Now, we can all look at our favorite pastors and favorite leaders and people that really impacted our life. It's, they were authentic with yes. what they were believing. Like the pastor that can just preach it down and pray it down, that's not because he, he learned how to preach or he learned how to pray. It's coming from that place in his life where he's just spent time with the Lord. And just like with every great relationship, Sue Bob, there there are some prices that are involved with that. Oh, that's different. So, it's so definitely. what is the price of prayer? Okay, the price of prayer, um, Hebrews 13 and verse 15, uh, Paul writes this. He says, by him, speaking of Jesus, by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. The sacrifice of praise is about offering praise uh, when we don't feel like praising, when we don't feel like worshiping, uh, whenever it's it's difficult, it's, uh, when it seems like uh, you're having to push yourself into praise and worship. And the sacrifice is involves us doing what the flesh doesn't want to do. And But just as there's a sacrifice of praise, there's also a sacrifice of prayer. Uh I, like you, have been, been doing this a while and uh, walking with the Lord for, for a while. Uh, there have been many days, I can tell you, I've been, there's been many days whenever I didn't feel like praying. I didn't feel very spiritual. I didn't feel God, you know. I, I, did, I, I didn't want to just uh, run to the prayer room, you know, or, you know, it's just— <laughs> Yeah, Jesus, not today. We're, not we're just today. not feeling it today. No. No, and, and but those days come, and and sometimes they are it's one day after the other, and so we we have to make up our mind, make a decision, a quality decision. I'm going to pray, and uh, even when I don't feel like it, even when it's difficult, even uh, when when maybe I I'm not well physically, mentally or emotionally, and the reason that that is so important. That we that we press through to that place of prayer, even when there's a price to it, is because of this. Intimacy with God has a price. Always has, and it always will. Um, it doesn't matter. There, there's no quick fix. There's no shortcuts. Uh, you can't have uh, an instant. Uh, what what prayer produces uh, can cannot be produced any other way but through prayer. And so uh, the, the price of prayer involves a decision and a discipline in our life, just like an athlete has discipline, in a, a, a student that is uh, trying to make the grade, you know, and, and get to that point of graduation. Uh, there's There's some disciplines you have to have. Well, that's... That's the way this is with the Lord. We have to have a discipline and a, a really a determined decision, a determined dis, uh, discipline, a resolve in our spirit. Uh, and and the price is great, but the product is greater. Yes, it so, is. Yes, always. it is. 
Oh man, that just makes me think of all the coaches I've had along the way. And you know, discipline is doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Exactly. Regardless of feelings. And man, we live in a day and age where if I don't feel like it, then I'm not going to. Oh, yeah. Or if I feel if I feel a certain way, then my feeling must be justified when the reality is whether we feel it or not, we need to discipline ourselves in prayer and in, in fasting and all the disciplines of the church. Because uh, it's for the Lord knows it's for our good and it's for our health. And Sue Bob, I know we're getting ready to jump into the product of prayer on the next episode. But for someone listening today that says, "Okay, Sue Bob, I get it. I know I need to be more disciplined in my prayer. I know I need to do it when I don't feel like it." What is a practical tip or two that I can apply to my life right now that can kind of help me jumpstart into that that mode of you know what I'm going to do it regardless of how I feel, because sometimes it's 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 not even a neutral feeling of like, I don't feel like it. Maybe we're upset at the Lord. Maybe mm-hmm. we're frustrated because right. life is not going. And maybe I don't want to talk to Jesus because I don't want to hear what he has to say. Yeah. How, how, how can we continue to say yes, even when it's hard, just out of your own experience? Well, I think that the dynamic duo in seeking God is his word, and our praying. And um, when, when we talk about the place in our life of prayer, there's also, I think there has to be a, a place. Um, I have a place at our house, more than one place, that I like to pray. And um, having that certain place where we can get alone with God and um, we, we can... You know, if you've got children, if you have, if there's a lot of stuff going on around you, you've got to have a, 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 a as Jesus sought, a solitary place where we can just uh, shut everything uh, out, and shut ourselves in with God, and 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 not just um, talk to Him, but listen, because I I'm, I'm gonna tell you uh, when when we pray. It, that is the catalyst for communication with him. And it's, it, it's a dialogue, not a monologue. God, he will respond. And, and it sets us up. It positions us uh, to hear all through the day. There's something called the law of first mm. that uh, God established this with when we bring the first fruits of our labors to him in tithes. God doesn't want uh, the bottom 10. He wants the top 10, 10%. Um, there's something about first, putting God first, uh, that, that shows honor to him. He said in Matthew six thirty three, seek first the kingdom of God. And so when we, when we make prayer a priority and we, we, we seek him first, uh, some amazing things happen. That's what we're going to talk about in the next one. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. And before we get to, to next week, do you have any final thoughts for this week? I, I, I want to go back to what we started with, and that is this. Um, if, first of all, if you are leading a ministry, uh, I want to encourage you to – First of all, uh, your people, whoever you lead, they will not advance beyond where you are. So 
I encourage you to seek God. Go go deeper. Uh, add some time. Uh, yeah, I'm not talking about six hours a day. You know, uh, I'm talking about just just add some time to what you're already doing as you approach the end of this year and go into the new year, and then lead those that God's entrusted to you. Uh, lead them to do the same thing, and, and you you will see a marked difference in in that group. Um, and then uh, the the fact that uh, in our house, um, I don't know if you pray, if you're married, if you pray with your wife or not, but um, if you haven't been, it might be a real good thing to do that. There's something about um, spiritual intimacy uh, between a husband and wife that is very, very powerful, and it helps seal um, the relationship uh, and and build, uh, as it were, a rampart, a a defense against the the influences against that relationship. Yes, sir. You you'd find this interesting. I just saw a report. Not too long ago, uh, within the last couple of days, that showed that a marriage that has a husband praying for his wife and a wife praying for her husband, that that marriage is ninety nine percent resistant to divorce. Wow! And in the in the culture in the day and age where marriages, it doesn't matter if you attend church or not, if you're of the faith or not, around half of marriages end in divorce. You know, obviously, the Christian faith we have, have been able to do a little bit better, um, but even None of that, none of those statistics compare to when you have a husband and wife praying for each other. That it is, it is almost one hundred percent guaranteed that that marriage is going to survive. Oh yeah, it's gold. Yeah, it's a good. It's the price of relationship. That's right. That's so good. All right, so we have talked about the priority of prayer, the promises of prayer. This week we tackled the place and price of prayer, and on our very next episode we're going to discuss where this all leads to. And that's the product of prayer. I'm so excited. It's going to be so good. And we can't wait to see you then. Thanks again for joining us today. Our hope is that we were able to add value to you right where you are. It would mean the world to us if you take a moment and subscribe to the show on whatever your preferred streaming platform is. We would love for you to be a part of our community and continue to provide resources to help you fulfill the goals you have for your ministry. You can find us on Instagram at msnextgen and online at msnextgen.com. Check out the links to these and many more resources in today's show notes. Know that we are praying for you, believing in you, and excited to see all that the Lord is going to do through you. See you next time. Bye.